Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi Olivia. Hi Ioni. And hello to the listeners, but also hello to Hi 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 3 is their username, who gave us a five star review and said, I am obsessed with this podcast. So thank you very much. And please do continue to leave reviews because it means absolutely everything to us. Absolutely everything. Absolutely everything. But let's get started. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ioni. And I'm the founder and editor-in-chief of Polyester Online and Imprint, and on this podcast. And I'm Olivia, I produce and edit the podcast, and obviously I'm also the co-host. We publish weekly episodes with Sleepover One Week and Obsessions the next. And this week's is the Obsessions episode, where we talk to someone we admire about something they're utterly obsessed with that has nothing to do with how they generate income. And next week will be Sleepover Club, where Olivia and I have all those gorgeous conversations you'd usually have at sleepover with your girl mates we then also have three recommendations from a creative to get you through the week so let's do this episode then obsessions hey i'm very excited about this obsessions what you can't see is that ioni's recently bought a tiara and she's trying to figure out how to keep it on her head yeah but um, sessions episode, I'm very excited about today's guest, Ryan O'Connell, who is the creator of Special on Netflix, which if you haven't watched it, you should definitely go and watch it because it's absolutely fucking sick. And it's only 15 minute episodes. So it's a really easy watch. But it's also just like one of my favorite shows that I've watched in the last year, particularly because of like the representation for disability like I can't remember there ever being like a disabled gay main character on a tv show ever and I also think like it just like definitely the kind of representation that is needed in terms of it being like funny kind of like self-effacing actually realistic also aspirational and like fun it's just like great in so many ways I think yeah and it's also like None of it is like stereotyped in a way that you normally consume media that's around like a narrative of someone who's disabled or someone who's queer. It's like they're portrayed so great and like the way that we know those people in real life. It feels really real, I think is the main thing I'm trying to say. 
Yeah, and I think especially like watching it as someone with disability or whatever, it's just so like joyful, I suppose, to see a character like have permission to be so like multifaceted and also be disabled. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like you actually see Ryan in the show as being like a full human being, not someone who's just like grappling with like one part of their identity. It's like he's just living a life that's like, intersecting with all these different problems and like ins and outs and happy and sad bits and all of the in between yeah absolutely and also that it touches on it does touch on romance but and and work which are like great but also just the way that it really explores friendship and like your boundaries with your friends yeah I just love anything that talks about friendship as like something so meaningful and so important but also something that we like so easily dismiss yeah totally stay good in it I love it I'm obsessed 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 like I'm actually obsessed I watched it twice through the first time I watched it like back to back so I was like once it's not enough (laughs) (laughs) yeah and he talks about the second season a little bit in the interview yeah right don't give it all away love they've got to listen to the actual interview (laughs) spoiler have you got any other obsessions Ioni this week yes so I'm very excited I mean aside from my tiara that I'm currently holding in my hands and special which is definitely an extremely exciting episode of this podcast I got sent some Pat McGrath makeup this week, which is very exciting because it's always extremely exciting to get sent stuff. But also because you got a Pat McGrath lipstick for your birthday last year, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I got my my friends, my best of friends got me a birth, like, you know, threw in and got loads of different things. And I got obsessed by Pat McGrath. Like the lipstick is literally called Obsessed. And it's like, oh, it's my favorite. It's like red with like, tones of orange like it goes into orange basically it's so good the formula of those lipsticks are incredible like I'm a total like Fenty Beauty purist like because I wear matte lipstick like matte liquid lipstick and Fenty is definitely the best one so whenever I get like a tube lipstick I'm always like "Mm, is this gonna be good but the Pat McGrath one is absolutely fucking like amazing yeah Yeah, like the formula oh my god this is not Sponcom but I was gifted it and I'm eternally grateful for that (laughs) so good yeah I also wore it to I wore like an orangey dress to a wedding and it just it's definitely a good day lipstick as well which I didn't you know you think that your really good lipsticks are just going to be like the ones where you like can focus on wearing them in a small space of time but yeah I wore it for like 12 hours which is great obviously reapplied well I very much think of you as a red lipstick woman just like you know when you have a picture of someone in your head yours is yeah your football shirt and red lipstick (laughs) it is a red it's just got slight orange tones to it which I think is a good was a good shout because I've got like every like I've got every Fenty red that they've done. Yeah, I've got like any brand that's done a red lipstick. Basically, it's um, every brand then. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the most uncommon lipstick color of all time. So, what's your obsession this week, or have you just hijacked mine? We lifted the trophy, didn't we, in the week? So, without being too basic, just the lads, the footy, having a good time, getting on the ale, all that. That's it. And. Is this the last week we're actually going to hear about the football from you? Does it stop? I mean, I don't know how football works. The end of the season is Sunday, yeah. So it's the last Liverpool game on Sunday. So maybe, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's always content, isn't there? (laughs) (laughs) Should we hear what Ryan has to say about swings? Oh, yeah. We didn't even say what his obsession was, which is swings. And also, I think we should prefix this interview with the fact that we literally did it what like three or four weeks into lockdown so it's like peak 
yeah. lockdown state of mind, which I think is probably reflected yeah. in the interview. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to look back on these things, isn't it? Yeah, and laugh. If you don't laugh, you'll cry. Exactly. <laughs> Hi. Hi. How are you? Oh, you know, it's core, baby. Every day is a winding road, you know. Thanks for getting up. I mean, have we got you up early? I'm getting up in like the middle of the day, so. I really appreciated when you when you suggested 10 a.m. You're like, I'm sorry if that's too early. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Like, like <laughs> yeah. I, I, I typically actually am an early riser. I get up every day at like 7.30, but core has thrown me off my axis. Me too. Yeah, it's crazy. So now I get up every day at 9.30, but I have to set an alarm for that. <laughs> Why are you setting another alarm in quarantine? Why do you hate yourself? Because because I feel like I'll hate myself more if I sleep into like 1 p.m. That's like, that honestly, like really does a number on me. Like sleeping in too late, I cannot handle that. Yeah, I understand. I do feel like I'm just fucking myself over every day, but I can't stop myself. I just, I, I, yeah, I just need all hands on deck in terms of endorphins and like only seeing the sun for five hours is like not the one for me. Yeah, Yeah, because in LA, it doesn't really get dark later, does it? Whereas here we're staying light until like 10 p.m. now. Oh, wow. 10 p.m.? It's like nine at the moment, but it will be 10 p.m. in like a month. Oh my God, glam. No, we are, (laughs) we're like, we're basic. We're like seven. (laughs) (laughs) Just normal sundown hours over there. Just normal sundown hours. It's (laughs) nothing to see here. Are you working or is everything kind of on hold for you at the moment? Well, my show got shut down. We were shooting and now we're not. Um, so we shot four episodes. We have four episodes to go. Um, but yeah, I am working on other stuff. I'm actually psychotically busy in quarantine, which is chic. Yeah, it is. But um, I'm a Virgo type A bitch from hell and I don't fuck around. So yeah, there's there's stuff going on. <laughs> so I was really excited in how quickly you responded saying that your obsession was swing sets. Do you want to just talk me through that decision a bit? Yeah, sure. I mean, I uh, love going on the swings. Love going. In fact, that's the thing I miss the most in quarantine. I mean, I guess I could go to the park and maybe go on a swing, but like it feels kind of weird and gross and germy. And also, like, I don't know how it is where you are, but I feel like in LA, the rules are always changing. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if like parks are even open or allowed. I don't know. I like. Getting arrested for going on the swings would be like the least chic look I could possibly do. <laughs> well, here in all of the parks, they've literally put like hazard tape around the swings and like do not enter signs at the front gates and stuff. Like very oh, intense. Oh my God. Yeah. So me like day 840 of core is me like jumping a fence and going on a swing set. Like damn the man. Fuck everyone. I I really like going on the swings. I've always loved going on the swings since I was a kid, but it's something I've carried with me through adulthood, which, you know, is a little weird. Like when you're a 33-year-old gay man and you're on the swing sets and everyone around you is five years old and there's like a five-year-old that like taps their foot impatiently trying to get you off the swing and I just look the other way. I pretend that they're not there. I just think the whole thing about swinging is very, very zen and like meditative. Just like the rhythm going back and forth and I put on my music, it just it truly gives me like a natural high. And it's kind of insane. It's like, I definitely didn't think that I'd be still doing it as much as I'm doing it now. But I feel like as I get older, I get more scared of things. So like, 
roller coasters or mm. literally mm-hmm. just doing anything and i feel like i would be scared of a swing these days no you're so right about that honestly because i've noticed in my old age of being in my early 30s that i've i find myself getting more nauseated like i will swing back and forth and i'll sort of be like Ooh, a little woozy and i'm like oh my god like this body needs to like get under control okay like i can't have my swings be taken away from me like get your shit together. Well, I mean, have you ever run into any troubles when swinging, so to say? Have you ever got into an f- actual fight with a five-year-old or parents? No, but I have. This is really sad. I have accidentally hit a toddler twice. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! So, like, please elaborate. Okay, so like you know, I'm like I'm just swinging. I'm living, laughing, and loving. Like I'm have my music on, and you know how kids are. They just like run towards whatever. They're idiots. So I'll be swinging and all of a sudden I'll just hear a body. I'll just hear my, like, I'll be going back and forth and my, my foot will just whack a toddler. And it was, what's so funny because <laughs> the first time it happened, again, it's only happened twice. The first time it happened, I, the first time it happened, I was truly so shocked and I, I couldn't believe it. And the toddler was screaming and crying, obviously total drama queen. And I thought the mom was going to be furious at me, but she was like, Ugh, it's his fault. I told him not to run towards that. Whatever. Anyways, you're fine. Like the parents, both of them didn't didn't give a shit. They were were they were more mad at their toddler, being like, "I told you not to run to the swings. I told you." So I felt kind of vindicated, but it was all shocking. You don't want to hit a two year old. You know what I mean? Well, really, you're just teaching these toddlers an important life lesson, which is to wait your turn. Wait your turn, even if the person you know to doing the thing that you want to do feels like they shouldn't be doing it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your first memory of swings, and like when did this obsession begin? Probably my grandma taking me on the swings was my first obsession, and then and then in high school I lived near a park, and I would go to the swing sets very very often. And again, like when I left for college, I didn't think that I was going to still be swinging as much as I was back home. But then I actually, as luck would have it, lived next to another swing set. So I would go there like twice a week, be obsessed. And then when I was living in New York, weirdly, I couldn't find a swing set. (laughs) And that was like my dark period. Like when I lived in New York, I was like on tons of drugs and like lame as a rob. And like, (laughs) I think there was a connection with it. It was the longest time I went without swinging. And then, uh, because I think it truly keeps me sane. And then actually, when I left New York, I like totally had a nervous breakdown and like had to move into my sister's apartment in Park Slope. And uh, I had like two weeks left before I moved to California. And I was like walking and I finally found a swing set. So I went there every day and I loved it. And then when I moved uh, moved to LA, I went to this park in Beverly Hills called uh, Coldwater Canyon Park. And I would go there maybe like once or twice a week. It was mostly nannies. Like you'd never see an actual mom. Um, But I loved it. And then they did this disturbing thing where they removed the sand and replaced it with gravel, which I thought was so disturbing. So disturbing. (laughs) See, in order to get a good swing, you need sand or you need like... Honestly, in a pickle, like wood chips can do, but you can't, you can't do gravel. Gravel is not the one. You know what I mean? It's so, it's so hard. You need that, like, you need that, like, free feeling of, like, sand between your toes or something moving. You can't have, like, concrete. It's not chic. So I was really, I was swing set homeless for about a week. And actually, one day I went on a tour of the parks in LA trying to find the perfect swing set. It is very hard. To find a swing set that really works for you. Good ambiance, like, you know what I mean? Like, 
um, sand. Like it, I, so I went to like five or six parks and I actually found one like ironically very close to my house that I just never discovered. And um, I've been swinging there ever since. <laughs> so I don't think you would like swings here because I, in my memory, they are all either like bouncy astroturf but not fake grass like bouncy rubber on the floor no or concrete no it's uh, you can't do that you need that like feel the sand in your toes i'm now just singing the theme song to the hills but you need that kind of like magical quality like concrete like bring like brings the mood down so what would you say the ideal swinging situation ambiance location feel of the seat what is that to you you need a swing that first of all you can fit in I mean I've been on some swings where I'm like okay I feel a little restricted like you know what I mean it's like hmm, interesting so you need you need a swing that moves I've also been in swings that like feel a little tight so you can't really get the traction you need as you go back and forth um that happened to me when I went to my hometown recently to go to my favorite swing set the original the OG swing set park and they did the same thing where they removed the sand, they put the concrete in, and they got new swings that didn't move. So I'd be swinging, like, and I couldn't get really high up because it was just so tight. Like, I don't, I don't know what was going on. It was so, that was a sad day. Anyway, so you need one that moves, you need sand, and you need not a lot of people. Like, a crowded park gives me anxiety because, like, even though I will ignore children, I'm not afraid, you know, to stand my ground, you know, <laughs> it still creates a level of anxiety because then you, you can feel the parents judging you and that gets uncomfortable. So, like, I try to go, like, on off hours, you know, like, kind of early in the morning or, like, kind of when the sun is setting so you won't have so many kids fighting for your swing set. And then the ambiance, I mean... It just needs to be pretty. Like there's like there's a lot of not pretty parks and it just I don't know. It's uh so it just needs to be like a lot of trees, hopefully fragrant from flowers. I mean it's 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 really hard actually. Like I said, I went on a swing set tour and I went through like five or six before I found the one. Have you ever had your own swing set? My God, no. That's like when I get fuck you money. Do you know what I mean? Like that, that's like, that's like when I'm totally rich and I'm like, okay, I have a yard and I'm going to put my own swing set in. But honestly, I wonder if I would like it as much because I think part of it is kind of being in the outside world and like kind of being around other people. And I don't know. I feel like swinging in my own backyard would not have as much magical quality but I'm not above it like I said I need that fuck you money and then the first thing that's going in is a swing set are they expensive I mean I've never googled how much a swing is I I, I mean I would imagine I would imagine they're not like cheap I mean you'd have to or maybe they are I don't know maybe not adult size swings I assume children's ones would be quite cheap. I know I had a swing at some point in my life I think oh so also there's one So I grew up in Ventura, which is like this tiny little beach town. And there's a swing set that's on the beach and it's so pretty. So you swing with the view of the ocean and it's, it's magical. I love it. I still will go to Ventura literally just to swing for four hours and then leave. (laughs) So what are your thoughts on swinging with others? Um, no, I hard pass for me. It's about me. It's about me going into a meditative. I don't want to have to like make conversation. I've also learned that people understandably so because I'm clearly psychotic they only want to swing for like five minutes and then they're done and they move on and I truly can go for hours I really really can 
And that's a journey that no one wants to go on. Like my hands are truly raw after I swing. Like they're really, really red and like I get blisters. So what's the like thought process then if you're up there for a couple of hours? Like what are you thinking about? And why do you need that? Ideally nothing. Ideally I'm thinking about nothing. I think that's why I think that's why I do it. It's it is really meditative. And if I'm if I'm like I usually swing a lot when I'm um, waiting to hear back about a decision or something, or I'm up for a job or a show getting picked up or something like that, and it's like eating me alive the uncertainty. And then I'll just go to a swing set, and I kind of know just through swinging and listening to music that I will not be thinking about that. And trust me, I'm like total analysis paralysis, like living in my brain. So it takes a lot for me to be able to divorce myself from my thought process. And uh, yeah, but swing sets always do it for me. I don't know. Maybe maybe it really is just like the soothing rhythm of the back and forth over and over again that really does it for me. I mean, there's that thing about babies having to be driven around in cars to fall asleep, isn't there? Yeah. Maybe it's a similar a similar psychological process for you. I worry though, like as I get older, like, because it is like weirdly physically taxing. Like your body does start to like, hurt a little bit like I'm no spring chicken so I really worry that uh swinging will not be something that you could I can really do in my older age you know it's a little I don't know (laughs) it's uh it's kind of bone chilling to think about well I'm truly terrified of leaving quarantine anyway because I just don't think my body knows how to move anymore like Uh I have like arthritis anyway and like chronic fatigue and I'm like I don't think I'm going to be able to walk down those stairs and walk for 20 minutes even if I could. So wait so you don't go on like a day I go on a daily sanity walk I have to because if I don't I go truly cuckoo. Well I haven't gone on one which is actually quite insane, but I'm considered high risk and my area is really busy and people uh, aren't taking uh-huh. it seriously here. Yeah. So I haven't done that yet, Yep. which I probably should, but the longer it goes, the longer I'm like, oh. no, but, but no, it sounds like you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you should. If you're, if you're high risk and there's a lot of people out there, I would say no, I would say definitely don't go. I mean, I think it's one of those things that will have to just happen at one point. Otherwise the fear will just eat me alive. That's the thing, too. I I really worry about my life getting smaller and smaller in quarantine in the sense of becoming afraid of things and becoming a little agoraphobic. That is like a a real thing I have. Like, I haven't been in a car because I don't drive. So we've been really, really landlocked here. And so I haven't been in a car in like two months. And I'm like, wait, am I now scared of cars? Like, like, (laughs) you know what I mean? You can't help but kind of Like, to me, I'm at a point now where I'm not afraid of quarantine anymore because I know how to do it. Like, I know the routine. I know what I need to do in order to stay sane. It's more about what happens when quarantine lifts and what that looks like. That, to me, is um, scarier. Mm -hmm. But luckily, it will be for years and years. So it's (laughs) fine. I don't have to think about that. So how do you even manage in LA without a car? How long have you been there for? Uh, Well, I've been here for six years. It's actually very easy because I live in a very central location and Uber. That's literally it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Mm -hmm. I can't do an Uber, obviously, because I feel like that's a very high-risk situation. You know, you're in close quarters with a stranger. There's been a lot of people in the car all day. So I will say I'm spending no money for the first time in my life. I'm spending (laughs) no money. Well, you'll get your swing money soon then. You know what? My savings in quarantine could fund me a swing set. You're right. You're absolutely right. (laughs) I know. I've been telling my boyfriend, I'm like, I just need to go to the fucking swing set. Like, I don't care. I'm just going to fucking go. I don't care if it's not allowed. And then I, I did actually go one day, like three weeks ago. But 
it was it was shockingly crowded. Like people were oh, just really? like, oh yeah, people were like living la vida pre-core. They were just like whatever, <laughs> and I, I, I was like, I can't do that. I can't. Well, this is what my next question was going to be because it seems as though like the future of public parks and swings might be hanging in the balance. But if people aren't taking it seriously, then you must have nothing to worry about in that respect. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's interesting. I, I think. I think it's so funny because honestly, three weeks ago, I saw that and I was like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. But like, honestly, talk to me in three days. And I'm like, maybe I'll go again. (laughs) I think think everyone's like kind of, as time goes on, like reevaluating things. And like, I think everyone has their own level of, of risk assessment, I think. And it's interesting. I mean, the quarantine, it like, it takes away all your coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. So like the things I did to stay sane, which was go to the gym and swing sets, that was literally like my toolkit have now kind of been erased. And it's been, it's been a journey being like bare bones, like back to basics. You know what I mean? Um, have you picked up anything in the place of swinging? Um, I mean, no, the only thing I can think of is my walk. So like when quarantine first started, I would go on these psychotically long walks like eight miles and it was like not good it was like 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 you know what I mean it was like it was like mania it was like honey like what like what are you running from you know but (laughs) and then and then it was really funny because I got a blood blister because I was walking so much and so I was off my feet for like a week and I was like okay my body's sending me a message so now I only walk four miles a day which is much more manageable that's still a lot well, yeah, but I'm also consuming like 500,000 calories a day. <laughs> but um, but it's probably when I go on my walk, it's probably the only time where I feel meditative in the way that I do on the swing sets or at the gym. But it's not it's not perfect. I wouldn't say it's like exactly comparable, but it's what I have available right now. Mm-hmm. You just have to learn to adapt, which like, I don't know. Also, that's like be like whatever but I think as a person who's disabled I think I kind of know how to adapt I just kind of spent my whole life adapting yeah so I think I'm kind of more well suited for it in a weird way Mm -hmm. yeah and so I was wondering obviously a lot of your work is personal and special is like a personal story would you ever bring swinging into it do you ever see swings having a place oh my god it's that's so funny okay so I'm I'm gonna give you a spoiler alert so (laughs) so there is a swing they're swinging they're swinging in season two and it was so funny because you know when you're breaking stories you never try to retrofit something like you're never you never try to be like we need we need to do this in this season and so let's figure out a way to do that No, no no like the story tells you where you need to go you figure out what story you want to tell and then you work it you know but that was my one mandate for season two. I was like, Ryan swings in season two. And like, I remember the writer's room was like, wait, okay, but like, what? I'm like, no, no, he fucking goes on his swing set in season two. <laughs> and it was like truly the one time that I was like, no, no, we're, we're going to work this in. It's going to be a part of a story. Don't worry about it. We'll find it. And uh, yeah, we, so yeah, there is swinging in season two. So <laughs> you heard it here first. You're bringing it to the masses. I know, I know. It's a big, sli- I know. Maybe, maybe other people will be more tempted to swing. So I won't be the only 33 year old psycho at the park. <laughs> so how do people normally react when you open up this part of yourself to them? Um, They think it's weird, <laughs> but I don't think it's that, <laughs> but I don't think it's that weird. I actually wonder why more people don't do it. That's the thing. Like, I kind of, I'm like, this is so fun for me. This is like 
truly like euphoria like it's a total meditative experience like it can't be me that has the only this only experience like where are my swing heads at my swingers (laughs) you know and for my final question have you ever gone over the top what do you mean like is that not a thing like everyone always talks about you know like when you're a kid everyone like there'd be one kid that would lie and be like I went all the way around over the top Oh, God, that's not real. That's like some swings that <laughs> urban legend. I'm debunking that right now. No, but I, I will go very high. I will go super high. Going super high is super fun, but also not sustainable because it gets like so jerky and like kind of like rickety. I don't know. Sometimes I worry that the swing set's going to fucking break. Have you ever fallen off? No, I'm Can you, I know. Can you believe it? I've never, <laughs> I've never fallen off. I know. I'm always like, wow, this is so crazy. It's really weird though. I think because I do exercise a fair amount, I think for someone with cerebral palsy, I actually have pretty good coordination. I didn't used to be. I used to trip all the time. I used to be like totally like clumsy dumsy, but I really think that exercising really made me just have a better awareness. Like my boyfriend who is not disabled, so I'm going to like drag him to hell. <laughs> he truly trips, I would say four or five times a day, like almost like in a comical like movie way. Like, it's like, wait, what did you, like, what, I'll just, he'll be walking around, I'll hear him puttering around, and all of a sudden I'll hear him bang something, and be like, what the fuck? It happens truly four times a day. And I'm like, what <laughs> is going, like, hon, what is happening? Like, this is not, we don't live in, like, a weird booby trap. Like, what do you, like, what? Like, watch where you're going. <laughs> because he doesn't have to think of spatial awareness. He's allowed to just move through the world. Oh my god, it's so true. Hashtag privilege! Hashtag everybody privilege! <laughs> cancel him drag him down (laughs) what do you think everyone has to learn from the joy of swinging i think it's a way to really just be present in the moment it's a way to really divorce yourself from your anxiety and it's also like not to be corny about it but it is very childlike it's very simple it also just like the novelty of being able to swing in the air and not be on the ground is still exciting to me and kind of cool. You're like, wow, I'm like near the trees. <laughs> like, I'm like, could almost like touch that tree. You know, I, I, I think there is something very kind of whimsical and playful about swinging. And maybe that's also why more people don't do it is that they feel self-conscious about it or they think that it's silly or stupid or whatever, but not me. <laughs> Hashtag normalized swing behavior. Hashtag normalized swings. I mean, you've really won me over. I'm all about removing stigma and taboo and creating a safer place for my swingers. I think we're going to have a lot of people tempted to break quarantine and going out on the swing after this episode. Oh, great. (laughs) Oh, great. Yeah, just (laughs) anything I can do to really disrupt (laughs) society, which is already hanging on by a string. I love it. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. So that was that. What did you think, Olivia? Gorgeous. I like. I just think I never really swung. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Now I feel like I want to get on a swing. Basically, the walking thing, though, like that's something I've done in lockdown. Like every morning, without it's probably how I've ended up wearing my footy shirt so much. I just get up and I get dressed like, and I just go for a walk. Well, sometimes I like hang around with no clothes on for a bit because that's also a great game to play. But it's just getting out and going for a walk has been like so good like it's almost like that commute to work thing I think yeah I think like there's something about knowing that you can do something to get yourself in a particular headspace Mm, yeah that's it and it's really easy to like fall out of that especially under current circumstances where like all your days are kind of quite like monotonous and the same you kind of like forget the little cope I suppose they're like coping mechanisms right like the little coping mechanisms you have yeah that can actually lift you into a different thought pattern or whatever yeah god that's you're great with that I own it it's this tiara it's making me really reflect yeah and are you are you because <laughs> in the interview you say don't you that you are because it's busy where you are you're not able to go out so much but is that any different now not that much like I've been out a couple of times I went to the studio earlier this week to package things up but I'm not going to be in a rush to go back there well obviously it's even just busier now in my area so I'm still kind of being super cautious of things but definitely like getting out on my balcony more and stuff which is good yeah okay well that was lovely yeah totally um next week we'll be back with sleepover club are we talking about being too much I imagine so yeah I say while wearing a tiara. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a full kit on. Shin pads the works. <laughs> I wish. So we'll be back next week. But for now, thank you to Olivia. Thank you to Ayaoni. Thank you to Ryan. Thank you to Ryan, yeah, for joining us. And definitely go watch Special if you haven't already. Because I will literally hunt down every single person that hasn't watched it and force them to. Fantastic. Uh, thank you to Jemima and Hattie. And Clarissa and Naya and Gina and Carlin. And yeah, Izzy. See you later. Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. 
Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover.